all-star band. I don't know what he calls it now. But um, a few people we know playing on that album. That was a Christmas gift called What's My Name? And uh, in case you don't know, this is the Scarborough Dude talking to you on this post-Christmas holiday, December 27th, the uh, a Monday, so they've made this a Boxing Day, too. Um, and I'm sitting here in the road track on a kind of beautiful snowy day yeah and it's time to uh, to talk to you boys and girls to talk to you i don't know i don't have a list i don't have anything in particular I usually you know you always do a bit of a wind up and uh, what was christmas like and how were you and uh what happened and what gifts did you get stuff like that well i'll tell you what since I'm in Sal, Sal got a couple of gifts this year, which was quite nice. He's never had Christmas gifts before. He, she, they, I suppose they would be the correct pronoun. Um, and one of them I've just put up, it's a beautiful vintage sticker, vintage style, uh, from the Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, formerly known as Mossport. And as you know, I have connections to Mossport as a teenager back in the old days of auto racing. And I've since rediscovered it since getting the road track. And I cannot wait until they can run races again at Mossport and have uh, people in there camping for the weekend. Because that is, that is just one fine escape. That's something I look forward to. So um, I sent away and got uh, stickers. And uh, there they are. Just put one of them up on the uh, inside cabinet. With a couple of others, one of them was crossing into Newfoundland. You know, you got to have stickers. Some on the outside, some on the inside. Got a couple more to place. And then, oh yeah, 
something I've been meaning to get for a very long time. A Flex Glow 10-foot flexible multicolor LED strip light. And I have just now, with remote control, multicolor ambient light for your TV, computer, desk, bedroom, and more. The more would be inside your road track. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to turn them on now and show you how exciting this is. They actually give you a little remote control, and it works as promised. So I'm putting them on. There we go. Uh, and I just strung this up on the driver's side, but over extending basically from the front to the back. Oh, the music has stopped because I key is, key is off. I don't know if we need, maybe we don't really. Yeah, no, we don't need music right now. Um, and it, God, it's beautiful. And it's just where I imagined it would be. It, it's up along the ceiling and comes down a little bit in the back by the air conditioner and down a little in the front right to the top of the closet. So it, it's just perfect. It's the right length. It's just one side, you know, and I could see going crazy, but it, no, it doesn't. This is all, it, it's adhesive, right? It's a tape. You pull off and you carefully try and place, because I don't think it's going to be fun to get down and hope it lasts quite a while. I, well, let's not worry about that now. Let's celebrate the colors. I've got it set for blue, and with a push of a button, bam! It's red, and it's a lovely, lovely Christmas red. Oh, yeah. This year, I did not put up any Christmas decorations. We didn't put up a tree. We didn't put up lights. And I I suppose there is some significance to this. In my my little escape here, my little man cave, we've got lights. And maybe that's kind of a selfish thing of me because it, it's my place and it's it's not – the family is not sitting here with me saying, ooh, ooh, make it blue, make it blue, make it green, make it green. And it's green. <laughs> God, it's nice. And you can go, bam, all the way to white. You know, maybe you want to see a little bit. It's white. But, uh, gosh, the green is awfully nice. I suppose I prefer the blue. Yeah, the blue most of all. I'm fond of blue. But you put it on flash. Ooh, you don't want flash, but it flashes from one color to the other. But you do fade, and it does a nice transition. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the way to go. Put it on fade, and you're getting... Oh, I guess, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's the whole range and just this gradual transition. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. It's not <laughs> not as much fun for the listener as it is for the viewer. Yeah. Okay. So uh, there we go. So maybe I'll turn it off. Otherwise, I'll just be staring at the lights and not paying any attention to you at all, the listener at home, or maybe out walking your doggy or whatever it is you do. So off it goes. And uh, we're back. Got my slippers on, my feet up. I, when I got in here, it was cold. So right away, you fire up the engine, the heater in the front. You go into the back. You turn on the furnace. The propane kicks in, and you... In five minutes, this thing was warm. I had to take my coat off. Like, it's amazing. God, I love this road trek. This is such a wonderful thing to have, and I'm really, really keen to get out there again and uh, 
have another little holiday, little vacation, little little trip somewhere. I don't. I know I'll be going to the Maritimes this summer. That's almost a guaranteed. But before then, you know, will there be some winter camping? I don't know. But let's not deal with the uh, there and thens. Let's deal with the here and now. Christmas, um, Christmas Day, my wife, Nalco, cooked a wonderful roast beef dinner. We hadn't had roast beef for quite a while. Meat has become so expensive. You know, we used to get steaks fairly often and uh, had roasts anyway. This is a rare occasion, but it was Christmas, so we did that. And then stayed up and played poker again, uh, Daniel Nalco and I, sitting around the dining room table. The dining room table, which is now been taken over by a thousand pieces of the jigsaw puzzle. And I thought, this is a great family gift. And I said, it's from Santa for all of us, for the Ball family. And um, it looks like I might be the only one working on this baby. In fact, I'm gonna, after this, I'm going to go back in and try and do a little more. If, if I get at least the outline up, it may encourage other people to put in a piece here and there. It's a lovely scene. Uh, maybe I'll use the, uh, for this podcast, maybe I'll use the picture, uh, the cover of what the puzzle is for the uh, for the image. So if you're seeing a picture of a canoe and a, I guess a campfire and a lovely camping scene, then that's the jigsaw puzzle, the thousand piecer. And Nalco didn't want it to go up on the table because I guess she probably knew uh, it would be there forever. And also, she 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 wasn't excited about the puzzle. And and when we asked why or dug a little bit, she works with a lot of seniors who are dealing with Alzheimer's, and you know they have activities and things to do, and some of them are puzzles. And I think there may be some like twelve piece puzzles, which are a real puzzle. For some of the uh, some of the folks who aren't doing too well upstairs, uh, and I think that's just kind of sad. You know that that image she has of uh, puzzles is people who uh, maybe are no longer capable of doing them. Ugh. Anyway, I hope we make some progress. I, I mean, it has to be done. It, it's got to get done. And I think it's going to be up to me to uh, to make a bit of effort. So I'm going to get out of the road track and get in there to the house. Uh, Nell goes out probably exchanging gifts. She um, she bought a lot. She buys. Well, she does a wonderful job. So every year, I end up with wonderful gifts, and she ends up with. Uh, well, she did get good gifts from my son. I'm very very pleased. My son just went out one day. Dad, can I borrow the car? Yeah, sure. And uh, then Christmas morning, I've got. Well, I'm very happy with a magazine on the Beatles on the story of Get Back. And, and it's just page upon page of pictures I haven't seen before and backstories even to the making of the of the Get Back uh, uh, movie, uh, documentary, and lots more. And and it was just nice. He knew, you know, and so does Dad. I hope, I hope you don't know all this stuff, but uh, here you go. And it's, it's great. It's just out. And a CD... By none other than Ringo Starr. So um, that was nice. And he said, I knew you had all the Beatles stuff, but I figured maybe you don't have this one. So uh, there we go. We got Ringo Starr. 
Don't know if it's playing. Oh, yeah. Whoops, sorry. Should have been gentle feeding. Anyway, that that was super nice. And then for Nalco, just... He goes into the store and goes into a, a, a shop for women or, you know, a de- women's department, whatever, and talks and asks them what's, what's nice this year, what's, what's new, what's good. And just knew to get Nalco the... I, I, I don't even know, you know, stuff in the way of cosmetics that she would use uh, and that she's used in the past... Uh, and, you know, shame on me. Yeah, I don't know. But the thing is, you know, big picture, folks, big picture before you beat up on me. It's better that a good gift came from my son than from me. It's That was a good thing that we could celebrate Daniel getting nice gifts for both of us. That that was important. And I'm, I'm grateful for that. And it was nice to be able to tell him. Good job. Uh, we got him a... Well, amongst other things, a lot of junk food, which you all share. Um, the uh, This chair, which I talked about the, on a previous episode, which he put together yesterday and, uh, and moved it all the way to the basement where he's working on his uh, painting these tiny figures. So, uh, yeah, it was a quiet Christmas, but it was nice, the three of us. And uh, then tomorrow night we're going to get food from uh, Camino Bistro, which is a Japanese-run little bistro on uh, on the day and forth, which I don't think a lot of people know about. It's fabulous food, very good service, and we've ordered takeout uh, duck for uh, duck confit, something for Daniel and Nelko, and rack of lamb for me. So that'll be our special Christmas dinner because normally we go out to a restaurant together. That's a tradition we've had for a very long time, and this year we can't do it. And um, and then New Year's Eve, I've already ordered the uh, sushi maki platter, you know, about 80 pieces, more than we need, and uh, and um, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, the stuff you can put into so tempura, and side orders of tempura to share. So, um, yeah, that's the holidays. I'm I'm happy to see snow here. I think it, it just looks so nice. Kids next door built a, a, a snowman, a traditional snowman with a top hat and the carrot nose and stick arms. They did a great job, but of course we had a great melt, and uh, that was that. So there you go. There's my update. Uh, I hope that you and yours had a nice holiday. Those of you, I, I don't know how many listeners I know are alone. Um, I know quite a few are with family, one way or another. But uh, I hope yours was uh, peaceful. I, I I very rarely use the expression Merry Christmas because Mary is asking a lot. <laughs> That's asking a lot. Okay, it's Christmas, you know, get by, healthy, survive, didn't get COVID. You want it to be merry too? Come on, come on. That's asking a bit much, isn't it? So, uh, but... Happy New Year? Well, we we're all have tremendous expectations and hopes for 22 and 22 that it won't be like 2021 and 2020 in that sense. All right, I'm going to uh, I'm going to uh, shut her down there. That's probably enough. We'll uh, we'll just feed out with a little bit of uh, the Ringo album. It is 
I think this is Grow Old With Me. Yep. <laughs> no, folks, don't grow old with me. I'm way ahead of you. Don't catch up. Oh, my God. Setting sun. No, Ringo, not yet. Not yet. Oh, no. No, the day's not done. Come on. Come on. We got some life left in us. No, we're not fading out with that one, Ringo. Thank you very much. But, hey, that's a little premature. Thank you very much. Scarborough Dude signing out from uh, kind of feeling happy. Oh, I'm going to put the lights back on. Put the lights back on. Yes. Oh, boy. What are we going to do? We're going to go for green. No. No. Going to the red. No. Going back to blue. Love the blue. Love the blue. Love the blue. Scarborough Dude signing off from the road track. Feeling kind of happier than I was before. Bye for now. that out. Turn it over to me, yours truly, Scarborough Dude, host of the Dixon Jane's podcast, this longest running show in Canadian podcasting, I dare say. I dare say. I've just said that for the first time, but uh, I'd like somebody to argue with that. Continuously running show. <sighs> God damn. Oh, sorry. I'm at uh, Bluffers Park, boat launch side. And I've got with me a drink, not a person, a drink. It is, and I'm going to have to look this up, it is a cinnamon, cinnamon caramel oat cold brew. A cinnamon caramel oat cold brew. A drink I will never order again. Uh, I mean, I couldn't. I didn't know what to order. I just didn't know what to order. I was going through all the hot... So here's the problem. Nalco gave me two more Tim cards yesterday. So I've got about five unused Tim cards. They may just have five, ten dollars each on them. But, hey, if I'm going to get a coffee, go up to Tim's, you know. But the problem with me is you get... If you got the Tim app on your phone, well, you're going to get discounts and specials and offers, you know. Here's your offers for this league. Oh, 30% off hot beverages. Well, I couldn't decide about hot beverage. Well, that's stupid. 30% off a $1.49 coffee. Come on, why bother? 
Oh, then you got to get the fancy coffees. Well, hell, I'm not going to pay four bucks for a Tim Hortons coffee with a fancy name. So, anyway, almost settled on medium ice caps, two for four dollars, and then saw this thing. But oh, I'll try that now. Here's the problem. Uh, if you followed this podcast in the past, you've heard the Scarborough dude say, I think I finally know how to order for drive-through at Tim Hortons. I think I finally know how to do it. Well, I haven't done it for quite a while. And today was a massive fail. Bang, bang, bang. Fail, fail, fail. So on behalf of old people all over the world who are causing delays and confusion and lineups and wasting people's time, busy people's time, younger people's time, I am dreadfully sorry. Dreadfully? Fully? Just maybe just fully. I'm fully sorry. Because, oh my God, the lineup behind me. I mean, it's, I, I don't under, I, I don't know how. I, I mean, I can do a lot of things online, right? I can put this podcast out. But Jesus, this Tim Hortons app, here's the problem. You've got, you've got these offers. Okay. And you gotta, you gotta have a, there's a little barcode up there and they scan that when you go up to pay and you know, and what bothers me is you just order it, just order it and then show them this thing. And I'm always thinking, no, I'm going to pay the full price. I don't want to, I want to, I want the discount. I want the special deal. Holy God. So another problem. Okay. I'm going to order and it says, well, where are you going to pick it up? Well, there's two addresses, 3495 Lawrence Avenue East, that's 0.9 kilometers away, that's open, takeout, or 3353 Lawrence Avenue East, 0.9 kilometers away, drive through takeout. And I look on the map and it's, it's the same place. Why do they have two addresses? It's got to be the same, but... 3495 Lawrence Avenue East, 33, 3353. No, it can't be the same place. Anyway, I I order. I figure, okay, no, it says drive-through. Okay, this one's got to drive through. It's got to be 3353, so drive-through. So I go to order, and I guess there's a final step. When you order, like, okay, activate. No, no, not activate, because that's for the, your, your bonus. No, they activate the other button. And this is what bothers me. There's five buttons at the bottom of the app. Home, order, scan, offers, account. Oh, fuck. Come on. Make it simple. And I know some of you younger folks are saying, hey, dude, they can't make it any fucking simpler. Make yourself smarter. Oh, I, I honestly. So... I drive up. I say I've ordered. I've ordered online. Well, not realizing I had to do that final step to okay, put the order through now, now. You know, I did. I didn't push maybe the now button. I don't know what I didn't push. Guy comes on the speaker, and I swear, and this has never happened to me before. I cannot understand a single word he is saying. Now I've taught students from India, from all over, strong accents. I can decipher, 
this guy through the speaker in line at the Tim Hortons drive-thru. I could not understand a single fucking word. Not a word. And he just he just went on. And I said, I, I ordered. I ordered online that, that oatmeal drink. I don't know what the drink is called, all right? Sorry, I mean, I had to look it up to tell you what the fuck I just ordered. Oatmeal. It's that cold oatmeal drink. Already they know they're dealing with a nutcase, okay? But this guy said, look, I'm sorry. I don't understand anything you're saying. I had to say that. I had to say it. I don't understand anything you're telling me. And it wasn't because my brain wasn't working. The guy's accent, it, it wasn't, there was just sounds. Holy fuck. So I said, look, should I just drive up? And I just drove up. I get to the front. Yes, sir, what's your order number? I I, I don't know. And then by then my, my iPhone is, you know, the app, it, it shut powers down and you got to, okay, well, hang on. You got to find the app. Well, there was no order number because the order never went through. And the guy said, that's okay. That's okay. What do you want? I said, that oatmeal drink, you know. And meanwhile, I'm showing him the, the discount, the scan for the, the discount. He said, no, we don't need that yet. What, 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 what did you order? What did you want? I'm sorry. And this guy is being super nice and super apologetic. It's not the guy who answered the first time. I said, that, the, the cold oatmeal drink. Yeah, yes, sir. What size? What what did you what store did you order from? I said thirty three ninety five. Okay, we don't have that order, sir. What would you like? I that oatmeal that that oatmeal. Yeah, yes, sir. Okay, we'll we'll make that for you. What size? Medium. I ordered it, and he's just it's okay, sir. It's okay. And I'm showing him the the scan here. Scan. I want to pay. I've got my five Tim cards out. I want to start using these fucking Tim cards. No, sir. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's okay. We'll make it for you. Meanwhile, he's off. Somebody else has to go. And apparently, I thought this just came out of a machine. Apparently, there's a process. you got to add. Fuck, they didn't give me a straw or a stirring spick. Stirring spick. There's nothing. I don't have anything to stir this damn thing with because it's like it's under. There's this dark black stuff at the bottom. Here, I'll take a picture. Honestly... Anyway, he's being very nice, okay? He's saying, don't worry, don't worry. And he wouldn't let me pay. Finally. I mean, but meanwhile, there's, there's a line behind me, and I'm saying, look, I'm so sorry. I'm really sorry, because I was at this point. Like, I didn't want to cause all this trouble. I just want that full fucking cold drink, and I want a discount. So he said, no, no, it's okay. It's okay, don't worry. You don't have to. It's fine. Just take it. Like, get the fuck out of here. Now, if you've listened to this podcast before, that is not the first time that's happened at that Tim Hortons. And I think some people might think, hey, dude, are you deliberately being this fucking stupid? Holy fuck, man. How low can you go? Pretend you're confused, you're old, you don't know what you're doing, you shouldn't be driving, shouldn't be out of the house. No, I just, it really, it just fucks me up. All right, all right. Enough about that. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to find a stirring stick or something. Got to be something in the fucking car. To, uh, like a, a tire gauge or something. Yeah, there we go. Oh, a pen. All right, a pen will be fine. Oh, no, I wanted to take a picture with the dark in the bottom first. All right, listen, I'll get back to you, okay? We're going we're gonna to pause here. I'm going to get back to you. Talk to you later. Bye for now.
friends with Sherm. She is also the embodiment of the radical transformations the province went through. She was born the year Duplessis came to power, so she came of age in the 1950s, but her early life reads like something from a Victorian novel. Her father was illiterate. He earned barely enough to keep them afloat. The family of ten lived in a condemned shed in the back of a house. There was a lot of suffering in the Duplessis years, she says. People were encouraged to have big families, but there were few jobs. And poverty sometimes meant having to give up the children they were encouraged to have, which is exactly what happened to Jacqueline and her sister. They were sent to a Catholic orphanage. But despite Duplessis' anachronistic vision, the modern world was beaming into Quebec through the television. 
his version of Quebec society was crumbling. The drift had been underway for years, but now Quebecers were leaving the church in droves, ditching the farm for the city, and making far fewer babies. So when Duplessis died in 1959, Quebec was more than ready to move on. Liberal Jean Lesage seized the opportunity and swept to power in the 1960 election. This is usually seen as the start of a period known as the Quiet Revolution, La Révolution Tranquille. It was a period of about 10 years when Quebec society underwent a radical but mostly bloodless transformation. The Lesage government accelerated change. It secularized education and health systems and took them out of the hands of the Catholic Church. And Maître Chenu, Masters in Our Own House, became the slogan for the times. At least that was the ideal. For Jacqueline, the quiet revolution meant an opportunity to enter the workforce, not only as a woman, but as a francophone speaking her own language. Si tu parlais français, tu n'avais pas d'emploi. Si tu parlais juste anglais, tu avais un emploi. Donc, il y avait pas d'emploi. Mais jusqu'à ce temps-là, ce n'était pas la réalité. Ce n'est pas qu'ils hâtaient l'anglais, elle dit. C'est que si tu ne parlais pas anglais, tu ne pouvais pas gagner. C'était pas contre les anglophones qu'on se choquait parce qu'on ne pouvait pas parler notre langue. C'était un débat qui était juste. And the great darkness had left its mark on the Quebec psyche. All right. Welcome. Welcome back. I'm just going to shut the engine off now. Here we go. Scarborough dude back at you and sitting in Sal, of course. That was the sound of the big bell. I've got these lovely blue LED lights on. I love the blue. I'm just so happy I got these lights. It, It really needed something. I don't know, it might need a bit. No, it doesn't need more. Although, yeah, you could see going crazy with LED lights. Yeah. Anyway, for now, this is good. I like it. Um, I think I'm going to uh, be taking Sal out early in the new year to Buffers Park with uh, Barnacle Bill. Uh, he's uh, in London looking after his brother. I may have mentioned that. Um, and, uh, but is on his way back to Vancouver and he's going to stop over for a few days in Mississauga and we're going to get together and we figured we're just, you know, everybody's feeling a little edgy, a little uncomfortable about meeting back up in bars now with this rapid spread of Omicron. Um, I, you know, I'm hesitant and people I talk to are, and I don't want to be the one to say, well, come on, let's, let's get together anyway. Um. so the ideal solution for him would be to me to pick him for me to pick him up at a go station and drive to Bluffers. Got beer in the fridge, got weed, got uh, you know may I'll have some lunch, some food ready, you know, and um, make a day of it. Make a day in in uh, Bluffers Park, uh, which for him, of course, he lives in Vancouver, so uh, this would be something a little different, you know. Anyway, that's the plan, and uh, that would mean just getting Sal out and up on the road, and uh, that'd be a good thing to do. That'd be a good thing to do. Anyway, it is now the last day of uh, 2021, December 31st, about four in the afternoon. Um, My wife has uh, spent some time in the kitchen with 
red beans, which is something of a Japanese New Year tradition. And I saw some shiitake mushrooms, and she was making some, I think it's called chawamushi. Uh, maybe that's not right, and people will laugh at me, and I'm embarrassed. I should know all these names, but uh, anyway, um, tasty things for New Year's dinner. Uh, we ordered from our, uh, every year we order from Niji. We order a big sushi platter and some tempura, and she makes tempura udon. Um but I got a call last night, and I thought, nobody calls me at night. I just won't answer, and if it's important, they'll leave me a message. Well, sure enough, it was a message from Niji. Uh, I called back, and they said, look, we're really sorry, but we've had to cancel your order. Uh, we've had, um, I think, a, a hot water heater problem or something or other, and they're closed for a week on their busiest night. I've, I really, I called back and said, oh, I'm so sorry for you. You know, He's apologizing, can't do our order. I'm apologizing to him for the bad luck at, at probably the busiest night of the year for them, New Year's uh, Eve, New Year's Day for sushi orders. Um, can't do it. So sure enough, Nalco got on pretty quickly. Well, there's another place right on Lawrence. You can try them. So I called them. That was, you know, late in the evening. But, oh, yeah, they took the order. So uh, at 6 o'clock, I'll be picking up a big sushi sashimi maki platter and some shrimp tempura, and we will have our traditional New Year's celebration. Alco will be, uh, uh, I'm sure, in bed before midnight. Uh, I don't know where Daniel will be, but I stay up with a drink and watch the TV and uh, make sure I welcome the year. But I wanted to finish this podcast before. Oh, there's Yuki. Uh-oh. Sorry. Come on, Yuki. You can come. Come on. She's <laughs> it's so beautiful. I love this cat so much. She's on my neighbor's lawn. She knows I'm in the van, so she's coming over. She'll take her time. She'll climb in and join me. That's kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. There's Yuki. That's okay. Come on. Runs to the back. Checks it out. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, so this is, this is going to be it. And, um... I really don't have much more to say except for one thing. Uh, don't look up. I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But um, if there's extra time at the end of this podcast, I'll just put on some music. Uh, I went through with the idea, all right, I'll put on one song. And I tried to choose just one song. And every song, I was just hitting the randomizer, you know, bam, bam, bam. And there are so many songs I wanted to play. I was looking for the perfect, perfect uh, year-end song. Uh, to send, you know, to, give, to share, to give to you. That, oh, maybe you'll enjoy this one. And they were all good. There were so many. Uh, and so I don't know what I'll do. I thought, well, I'll just go record in them when it's uh, when it's time to pull the trigger. Yeah, I'll pick one of them. But maybe there'll be a couple of songs. Who knows? And if you don't want to uh, um, listen, that's fine. Um, also, there will be a clip, if you haven't already heard it. I don't know where I'm going to put it in. Uh, from this series that I'm listening to um, called Recall, how to, uh, how to start a, uh, a revolution, I think, something like that. Oh, it's not on this. It's on my, uh, my iPod here. I am really, really enjoying them. Uh, CBC, this episode is called The Bombards Recall, How to Start a Revolution. This is all about the Quebec Revolution. Maybe I've already talked about this. 
but by God, it's good. So anyway, I've, I've, th- I've thrown a clip in there. And it is such an interesting part of Quebec history, of Canadian history, but the fact that we didn't have that revolution. There were bombs exploded. There were, you know, few people killed, but it didn't turn into a bloody civil war. We, we found a way out, and uh, I think intermarriage had a lot to do with it between the French and the English. And um, it's okay. You know, there's still people who believe in separation. Quebec still needs special status. Yuki already wants out. Sorry. Okay, Yuki. Let's see. Oh, there you go. There you go. She's gone. Um, anyway, it, it's, it just does everything for me. Now, speaking of doing everything for me, last night and this morning I watched uh, Don't Look Up. All-Star cast, you've all heard about it. Anybody listening to this probably has heard about it on Netflix. I really enjoyed it. My son came down and said, oh, I just watched this. He said, I heard it was uh, kind of pretentious. I said, yeah, you know, it depends who you read. Yeah, the critics don't like it. The uh, the listening public or the viewing public, I think, does overall. It was fun. It was really fun. And I thought a perfect a perfect way to end 2021 watching this film with its uh, its satire, its cynicism, its poking fun at people, but also, you know, raising raising issues. And I guess people figured it wasn't subtle enough. Well, come on, come on. What do you want? It was really well done. I, I'm just, I'm waving the banner. Yeah, watch, don't look up. I thought it was a perfect way to end 2021. And um, highly recommended. It was. Uh, I, I love the, the staff. I loved Meryl Streep as the president of the United States. That was a bonus right there. Leonardo DiCaprio. I have just more and more respect for him. He was. He was really good in this. Um, Jennifer Lawrence. Is that? Did I get that right? Uh, great. So anyway, there's not. What else can I say about it? There's a movie I liked and watched, and uh, was good fun. Hope you watch it too. Oh. Somebody coming into our driveway? I don't know. All right. Uh, anyway, listen, I'm so easily distracted. I guess, you know, this should be, it's a year-end thing. A lot of people don't even listen really at the year-end. It means nothing. You know, hey, you listen to these podcasts, maybe you're two months behind like Mark Blevis or somebody. But um, 2020 and 2021, they were, they were good years for me. I mean, they're all COVID years. Uh, and me without my business, I guess that's the biggest thing for me. Hey, it was it was forced retirement, but timely, given my my walking capabilities or in in incapabilities. Um, it just was. Uh, I I've enjoyed the kind of the downtime. And I guess I'm at an age where it didn't matter the same way to somebody who was young. Like I really feel sorry for the uh, all the hockey players in the World Junior Championship, which got knocked, you know, stopped because of COVID and whole teams wiped out. Um, really tough. I mean, you're leading up to this. This is your time to shine, and uh, they just couldn't do it uh, because of COVID, and and that's seems, you know, that's that's a real blow. Um, and, you know, a lot of people, school kids, missing their friends, missing playing at recess, you know, and kids 
with lots of money, well, they're going to get, they can get tutors. They got the computers. They got the, they got everything they need. And kids from poorer families, not being able to go to school, it's a lot tougher. It's a lot tougher. So we'll see. I guess we'll be starting again late January. Who knows? All right. Um, I've shouted enough. I really don't think I have a lot more to, you know, God damn it, eh? Sometimes there's a time to talk and sometimes there isn't. And I've been holding back all day. I've been lying down, listening to podcasts. I just haven't got any spark in me. <sighs> Looking forward to the sushi. Usually I open a bottle of bubbly. Um, But, you know, it's like I'm feeling I should be wishing all of you something like the Happy New Year, but it's not. Well, yeah, okay, it's already New Year in Australia. There's the thing. I was going to play an Australian song because I was in Australia for New Year's, which happens to be uh, the boy's birthday, January 1st, I think. Uh, anyway, uh, it seems so long ago. My son was working there. Kenji was living in Melbourne. Uh, that was wonderful. I think, wow. Fortunately, did that. It was the beginning of the time when I knew something was wrong with my walking. Like I, and I was, remember being stressed out and worried about it and tense. Um, but I could still do it. And uh, maybe maybe not so much now. So I suppose on that front, if I looked back, yeah, this is, this is also an echoing of, uh, not an echoing, just a, a, a time of slow... Getting older, deterioration in in some ways, you know, and and the knowledge, the awareness, growing awareness of just no, I'm not going to be doing that. No, that's not coming up. Here's a bright side. All right, put that aside. Hey, whoa, shift gears, buddy. Never mind all that shit. The bright side. I just listened to a podcast, uh, stickers and sniffers or something, uh, scuff and stickers. Ah, about um, NASCAR racing and so on. A couple of Canadian guys, and it's fun. It's a good podcast. Um, and uh, saw them up at Mossport. And listening, they were talking about um, a, a sunny sunset raceway and another one, Delaware Raceway. And I thought, I've never heard of these places. Well, Delaware is near, just past London, Ontario. Sunset is up by uh, Innisfil. And I realized, wow, I love the NASCAR racing. I love the noise. I love those big beasts going around a track. Now, some of these are just oval tracks, not like Mossport. But it gave me something to think about. For 2022, I'm going to spend as much time as I can visiting racetracks, doing something I really like doing, going in the van. You know, I'm going to have to find, I mean, Mossport, you camp there. I don't know about these other places. But the idea of just traveling and going and just spending a weekend taking in the races, yeah, that sounds like fun. So that's something I'm uh, I'm looking forward to for 2022, and hopefully, uh, the worst of uh, this virus will be behind us, and people will be able to uh, attend sporting events like auto racing. And I will try and uh, go and visit a couple of new tracks. This is something instead of this dream of, oh, I got to go and visit, uh, get all the way to California and up the coast. I am not in any rush at all to uh, visit the USA. 
Uh, COVID or no COVID, I, I'm just, no, okay, I don't have to. There's an awful lot closer to home that I can explore and enjoy. So there's there's my hopes for 2022. And if you listen to this podcast, you'll be hearing about it. All right. So I wish you and yours uh, good health, positive outlook, which we all need more of. And um, just find your groove. Find what's good for you. Be Find out what it is to be you. And do it. Do the best you can at being you. Because that's the gift of life. We're all made different. We're all individual. You're not supposed to be somebody else or like somebody else. You're supposed to be you. That's really fucking simple, except it's the hardest fucking thing to do because, well... So are you? There is no such thing as a you. It's just an ever-changing thing, you know? But uh, you, as uh, we've learned recently, is not just your opinions. It's, it's something else. There's a core. There's an inside. There is a part. And you want to let that part come out so that you're comfortable with it. So, all right, all right, all right. Enough of that. Be you. Have fun. Have a good year. And uh, we'll see you in uh, 2022. Scarborough Dude signing out from Sal and... Uh, Here's um, here's a little bit of Quebec history and uh, and and some music. Enjoy. Bye for now. I've been around the world a couple of times, or maybe more. I've seen the sights, I've had delights on every foreign shore But when me mates all ask me the place that I adore I tell them right away Give me a home among the gum trees With lots of plum trees A sheep or two and a kangaroo Pillows not out the back Veranda out the front And an old rocking chair You can see me in the kitchen cooking up a roast or Vegemite on toast. Just you and me in a cup of tea. And later on we'll settle down and mull up on the porch and watch the possums play. Give me a home among the gum trees with lots of plum trees. A sheep or two and a kangaroo pillows line out the back, veranda out the front. An old rocking chair There's a Safeway on the corner And a Woolworths down the street And you will just be open Where they regulate the heat But I trade them all tomorrow For a simple bush retreat With a cookabarra's call Give me a home among the gum trees With lots of plum trees A sheep or two and a kangaroo The loads line out the back Veranda out the front And an old rocking chair Some people like their houses With fences all around Others live in mansions Some beneath the ground But me, I love the bush, you know With rabbits running round And a pumpkin vine out back So... Be a home among the gum trees With lots of plum trees A sheep or two and a kangaroo Below's line out the back Veranda out the front 
and an old rocking chair, and an old rocking chair, and an old rocking chair. You know, if you break my I told you once before goodbye, but I came back again. I love you so, I'm the one who wants you. Yes, I'm the one who wants you. Oh, 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 you could find better things to do. Than to break my heart again This time I will try to show that I'm Not trying to pretend I thought that you would realize That if I ran away from you That you would want me to But I got a big surprise Oh, 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 oh You could find better things to do Than to break my heart again This time I will try to show that I'm Not trying to pretend to leave you You know I hate to leave you Oh, 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 oh You If you break my heart I'll go But I'll be back again
Thank you.